What up, what up? I'd like to welcome you back to another quick episode of the Mobile Oil Change Podcast. And I'm your host, Tyrese Burn of Mom's Mobile Oil Change. Now, in the previous episodes, we discussed the journey, the destination, the process. And in this episode, I just want to go ahead and give a little background on myself, Tyrese, as um, I thank you for listening, first of all. Podcast starting to get a little more listeners. Um, I actually got a couple things and emotions, so we're going to try to, you know, ramp it up a little bit, make it a little more not official. I'm still going to do it like this for now, but a little more valuable. So, again, I'm Tyrese, and currently I'm the owner of Mom's Mobile Oil Change. But in the previous time, circa the year 2002, I started a mobile oil change in Los Angeles, and I called it A1 Mobile Oil Change. <clears throat> now, the reason for choosing the name A1 was because back then it was phone books were a thing. And people were looking in a phone book for things. And I figured if I was in the section with the A and my name, then I would be at the top of that section. Which, of course, I was. So, what does that have to do with now? Moms is at the top of Google. And it doesn't start with an A. doesn't matter if it starts with A. So, that information that I've learned and utilized a long time ago can be reapplied and has a benefit of today. So, today I have to figure out how to do that. So, how do I get my business to be number one at the top of Google? Like, if you're listening to this and you're a provider, you can go and you can do some research on mom's site and see, like, the rankings and see that it's pretty well ranked, to be modest. You know, my competition when it comes to the internet are uh, national companies because there aren't any many local companies providing mobile oil changes in my area, probably one to none. So I'm in competition with other oil change facilities as well as the national oil change mobile providers, Spiffy, Firestone, a few others, your mechanic. So how do I become number one in that with that? How do I become number one on Google Maps? Right now, I'm just in the three-pack. I'm about number two, actually. It's different category rankings, but for the mobile oil change, oil change near me, it's number one, number two, number three, number two, number one, number three. It goes back and forth because, again, my competition when it comes to this are national companies that's targeting my area as a part of their territory. So when I get a message saying that my 
ranking has moved to number two, then that means that a nationally ranked company, nationally, um, national company has taken my place. So then me and my team has to go back and optimize, strategize, do some things, add some things, and get that position back. <clears throat> because for me, like you said, would have like I said before, what have I created? And I've created for one, we're not gonna get into that, but I've created a job for myself. But I also created a residential based business. Which relies heavily on Google search results to drive customers. Views, impressions, clicks, conversion rates. That's what I'm analyzing every day. And adjusting for. So, I've also had fleet clients, customers. But, again, I don't utilize a fleet acquisition process. Because I don't target fleet customers. And there's reasons for that. We'll do another episode on the pros and cons of dealing with fleet customers. But right now we're talking about the process. Um, again, there I'm not going to name the national companies, but there's national companies whose booking system is better than mine. Better than mine in some areas, but lacks the functionality that mine has in other areas. And this is a million dollar company. So again, how is my website? Again, this is related to my website because that's what drives my business. So how is that comparable to a multi-million dollar business? Zippity went out of business but my booking platform pretty much has every feature that they have available to me I only utilize the ones that I deem value to me I've spoken to Zippity users and they found tools that weren't that valuable to them but they were a great tool for the system itself so again, how is my booking system, this is again related to my website, how is it comparable to another million dollar company? Because this is what I've been spending my time on as a residential service. I've been streamlining my processes and my operations to be convenient and valuable to residential clients. I have a point system on my website. You get points when booking oil change. You get cash those points in for that. I have because everything is geared towards residential. So, does that mean that I don't know anything in regards to fleet? maintenance, fleet management, fleet acquisition. And some may say, 
you're not doing it, so how do you know how to do it? And then you can reply, well, I learned how to do it. But then they can reply, well, how do you know what you've learned worked if you've never applied it? And both of you will have valid points. But some things are proven to be effective. Some results are driven by certain processes that are already established and can be duplicated. And that's what I would offer to that person that asked me that question. Well, how do you know how to do this? How do you know this works? But firstly, we can address the the, 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 the what started this debate. I'm not doing it or I've never done it. Because some of the people asking the question may not have been around long enough to see, have seen me do it. Because if I've never done it, then I would question them. Why do I have a fleet management dashboard that my clients can log in, they can upload their vehicles, they can track their vehicles, they can track, not their vehicles, they can track their maintenance, their history, they can get a record of their last oil changes, see their service reports, pay their bills, schedule appointments. You can go to my website right now and log in. You don't have a login, so it'll take you to the register place where you can register. So why would I have this? Because again, like I've said, I've been building a process. Fleet acquisition is a process. And every call is not just going to lead to a yes come out tomorrow or I'll email you the list however they, they're scheduling however they schedule some will lead to a let me get back to you some will lead to a send me more information some will lead to a let me run this past and those ones will need nurturing so that's why I've created a process where You can either call, I can either call, I can either send a cold email, I can send an email after response, but there's a flow to that. They'll get an uh, email, I'll schedule an appointment, but prior to the appointment, they'll be guided through the process, they'll be aware, they'll understand how the onboarding process is going to go, they'll be sent to a series of discovery questions to help me be able to come up with a service agreement a service plan because not all vehicles operate on the same schedule or the same terms the payment terms so I'm again I'm registered with Enterprise Ari the the other one the change their name so my processes is in place. My procedures are being polished. 
take that back. My procedures are in place. My processes are being polished. You know, I'm debating now between using an open source ERP system or open source HR system where I don't have to worry about that and it can just be in-house linked onto my website. Everything's done there. Don't have to worry. I set it up myself. I know how to work it. Because that's part of the growth process. That's part of the plan. Right now, I'm operating by myself so I don't have to worry about employees. But once I get to that stage of the process, then you're going to have to have a way to hire employees. You're going to have to wait to accept them applications. You're going to have to have a way to document things and store documents and make sure everything is really in. This should all be easily done in one place. From my, I believe in having everything in the same place. I don't like having things scattered around, logging into 18 different dashboards to be handled about this. So, for me, I've chosen WordPress. I have a couple proprietary things built. I have a couple custom things built. And if I'm going to invest my money into something, I'm going to invest it into my website, getting things built that work for me instead of paying someone X amount of dollars per month for something that doesn't work completely for me. And there are a lot of things out there that are worth paying for that work completely or they don't work completely, but they still work. So I'm not, I have, I pay for things. Obviously, I'm not against paying for subscription-based programs and tools. But I need to know the oil capacity of, for all the vehicles that I do the oil changes. So it, it, I can look it up every time. Or I can have it customized for my website to provide that information at the time of booking. Now, to someone that's using a form to take appointments, that's amazing. But to a regular million-dollar company, that's standard. So... I just wanted to go a little bit into like what have I created the process the procedures the plan the way and I have a blog on my website as well as this podcast the blog has a lot more valuable information I have an article I'm looking at now pricing fleet maintenance service and this article is a guide example guide on how to price your services and it starts off by saying pricing fleet services can be a tricky task but it is crucial to the success of your business And it says, first, let's talk about the value of the service. A $100 service at a traditional shop seems like a good deal. 
but it's important to consider the value of the service in relation to the fleet's productivity. If a vehicle produces $200 an hour, $100 service keeps that vehicle running smoothly and well and worth the investment. So, you can go to my blog. It's at momsoilchange.com forward slash blog. Or just go to momsoilchange.com and find a blog of me. And I believe it's in the business resources. Yeah, it's in the business resources category. Let me double check that before I send you there. But, so... If I have time to write articles like this, maximizing fleet productivity and reducing costs, the importance of a commercial fleet business for small mobile oil chain services. So, as a small mobile oil chain service is making under million dollars, it can be tempting to focus primarily on residential services. And I speak from firsthand knowledge. But if you want to make that one million dollars, then I implore you to think outside of that thought process, that thought bubble. And, okay, my ads are back. <laughs> my ads weren't working on my, I thought they weren't working. I didn't see any on the couple articles that I've been looking at. And now I see this one and it has a, um, to add for truckload freight quote you need a truck you need a truckload of stuff moved freight then go to my blog and click to get a quote now look it says on this article that <clears throat> to attract commercial and fleet customers it's important to market your business to businesses and organizations in your area now, how can this be done social media market to people now this can be done through network attending local business events it's simply just build a relationship with other business owners you know they hang out at the bar the country club the golf club the bowl alley I don't know where they're at but you see them do some door knocking when you see them trucks parked in the driveway no I'm just joking but, um, go read the article Then it'll give you a little more information on why it's important for that segment of your business to be healthy. If you want to be monetarily successful and not be not be the only person in your business, first of all, what kind of business is that? No, I'm just joking. But seriously, what kind of business is a business with only one person? Not a business. But anyway, again, this is Tyrese at the Miles Mobile Oil Change, and I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Mobile Oil Change Podcast. Hopefully you found it interesting, entertaining, or educational. You can email me anytime, tburton at milesoilchange.com. You can visit my website, hit the uh, company page, and send me a message. Or follow me on social media. LinkedIn, if you want to follow me on LinkedIn. Um, I'm really starting to get more into LinkedIn, understanding how it works and the benefits of utilizing it. 
and I think you should too. But um, follow me, connect with me on LinkedIn, and uh, I guess you can follow me on social media, Instagram. But that's it. It's Tyrese. It's the Mobile Change Podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs>